0: welcome to the healthy wealthy and wise relationship podcast i'm your host yvonne today's show narcissism something is wrong in this relationship but what is it it's brought to you by you are dynamic llc the personal development company that believes in and cares about you thanks for tuning in The purpose of my podcast is to help you notice the pattern of negative choices you keep making that are sabotaging your life and allowing toxic people a place in your life. You'll hear stories from the Yvonne Walt and Yvonne-isms, and I'm also famous for playing the devil's advocate by getting you to think about the things that are happening in your life so you can make adjustments along the way, just like I do. Today, I'm going to share a few common terms associated with narcissism. So far in this series on narcissism, I've uploaded an episode about a young lady raised by her narcissistic dad and also about different people who have had experience with narcissism. I've also uploaded an episode on narcissism and church hurt, and I've even shared my story about being married to a narcissistic pastor why this topic on narcissism? Why do I feel compelled to keep interviewing people for this podcast and series about narcissism? Well, because it did a number on me. Let me tell you, so, go back and listen to my past episodes on this series on narcissism, and you'll get to see how awful it is to be in a relationship with a narcissist and how it adversely affects you. A couple of days ago, I was listening to one of Dr. Romani's podcasts on narcissism, and someone asked, Why isn't it considered a crime like domestic violence if it's so bad? And the answer, and this is paraphrasing because it's so elusive and hard to identify referring to narcissism the narcissist presents one way in public and the absolute opposite behind closed doors and there's no visible wounds in public the narcissist is so loving and caring and humble but it's all a show it's an illusion none of how they treat you is real in the beginning That was the answer. Remember in my introduction, I said that periodically I'd share stories from the Yvonne vault. here's here's a short one. When I was dating my ex-NARC, I was ecstatic at first. I thought he was everything I ever prayed for. We seemed to have so much in common. And I was telling everyone how great he was, singing his praises. And so was everyone he'd introduced me to they all sang his praises and when he asked me to marry him i thought finally finally i had the man i was going to spend the rest of my life with i felt that way the entire time we dated and then after we married and the dust settled well hence the podcast series on narcissism it is said that the narcissist wears a mask until the mask slips And when my ex-NARC's mask slipped, I went from being on an emotional high to being emotionally depleted, just like when a balloon deflates. I had no idea what was happening or why until I began to research how I was feeling. And then I found the words attached to those feelings. I was so miserable until I found out what was really going on. I'm going to share the world of narcissism with you through words associated with it. So listen in and see how if what you're feeling in your relationship resonates with any or all of these words. The following terms are from the website NarcissistFamilyFiles.com. These terms have been developed by psychologists and therapists over decades of research, as well as by survivors of narcissistic abuse, seeking a vocabulary to understand and talk about their experience. Exactly, exactly. I had to seek the words and the vocabulary to understand and talk about my experience. So let's start with depreciation. Depreciation is where the narcissist will start picking you apart and finding fault with you. When at first, you could do nothing wrong. That's depreciation. Discard. They will use you for personal gain. And when you're no longer of use to them, they will discard you. They do this because you've become too difficult to control and manipulate You no longer give them fuel for their ego, so they have already moved on mentally and physically to someone else who does. According to Dr. Amy Deramus, being discarded by a narcissist is traumatic. Your brain's trauma response is activated because you've lost the person defining your identity and your worth devaluation. The narcissist is emotionally primitive or stuck at the developmental level of a young child. Let me repeat that. The narcissist is emotionally primitive or stuck at the developmental level of a young child. They become disillusioned and they devalue you if you are not perfect in their eyesight. And if you're not perfect in their eyesight, you failed. So they begin to express how disappointed they are with you. And they punish you using hostile behavior, judgment. And sometimes, just like I experienced, rage just came out of nowhere. And after that, they abandon you. If they don't physically abandon you and stay in a relationship, then they find ways to omit you from their lives in other ways. And why is that? Because they devalue you and you no longer meet their impossible standards. That was devaluation. Enabler. Now, this is something that is used across the traumatic field of psychology as well as in domestic violence or domestic abuse, and also in narcissistic terminology. Enabler. If you're an enabler, you unknowingly normalize the narcissist behavior because you absorb like a sponge. You absorb the abuse by always avoiding conflict. You even apologize to others for the narcissist behavior. That was enabler. (laughs) Now, this one is a new phrase, kind of. And the phrase is fall apology, you know, like fake fur. Well, this is a fake apology, fall apology. Because a narcissist refuse accountability and believe that they're always right. They rarely, if ever, genuinely, get that word, genuinely apologize here's an example for a couple i'm sorry you think i'm such a disappointment as a mother i'm sorry you interpreted something so innocent as unfair i'm sorry you are so sensitive that was the word fall apology flying monkeys Flying monkeys are those who build up, exhort, and worship the narcissist. They're the yes men or women to the narcissist. Yes, whatever you want. Oh, you're so beautiful today. Oh, let me tell you what so-and-so is over there doing. You know the person you were dating or married to? Let me tell you what's happening with them. Those are flying monkeys. Future faking. When they make promises of a Fake future, and your partner responds by engaging, the narcissist feels admired and more secure. They continue using this tactic to keep you in the relationship. Oh, yeah, we're going to get married next April. Oh, remember when you want to go on that vacation? We're going to do that. As a matter of fact, I've already planned it out. And they're telling you lies about what's going to happen in the future. Gaslighting. This is when the narcissist leads you to question your perception of reality. Remember in the Garden of Eden when Satan questioned God's love to Adam and Eve in Genesis 3 verses 1 through 7? He's like, if God really loved you, he wouldn't keep something from you, would he? And then he told Eve, You will not surely die like God told you you would if you eat the fruit, right? Well, narcissists may seem charming at first, but they will likely suck you into a cycle of narcissistic manipulation that causes you to question yourself over time. Gaslighting is an insidious erosion of your sense of reality that creates a mental fog of epic proportions. Gray rock. When you think of a rock, what do you think? Nothing, right? It's just a rock and it's gray. It's dull, non-reactive, and colorless. Well, in gray rock mold, you engage very minimally with the narcissist in his or her circles of enablers or flying monkeys. So you don't engage with them or you do it very minimally. You don't show or share your thoughts or feelings. You don't react to their antagonism or manipulation. So in short, you make yourself of little interest, just like a gray rock is, to the narcissist. That's gray rock. Hoovering. Hoovering is when the narcissist tries to suck you back in just like a vacuum cleaner does after you've attempted to cut off all contact with them. They do this sometimes because they feel out of control because you've wisened up and pulled away. And the reason behind this is they must have total, complete control of you at all times. But here's the caveat, is when they find a replacement source of supply, the new person they found replaces you and then they may not hover you until after that supply dries up. Or they may not hoover you at all because they know you are no longer going to give them supply. Love bombing. The term love bombing describes narcissists over the top courtship tricks they use when they're chasing you. And they're trying to seduce you and make you fall in love with them. It's that wildly romantic behavior that includes constant praise. I remember he used to always tell me, oh, you did so good at this and you're so good at that and blah, blah, blah. Promises of undying love, thoughtful little gifts, late night text messages, and anything and everything that the narcissist thinks will secure the love of the person that they've chosen. In essence, you. This intense positive attention is often accompanied by pressure for a quick commitment. So now they've told you how great you are and how they want to spend the rest of their lives with you and blah, 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 and giving you this intense, positive attention. And then they try to pressure you into a quick commitment. Unfortunately, once the narcissist actually secures your interest, the love bombing stops, and then it gets replaced by devaluation or indifference narcissistic supply narcissists depend on you emotionally to sustain their sense of identity and regulate their self-esteem no contact people who have been abused by narcissists may choose to cut ties altogether with that person effectively creating a boundary and going no contact And this last one, but certainly not least, smear campaign. Narcissists smear you because that's when you've seen that their mask has dropped. So what do they do? They use innuendo, gossip, and just lies to discredit you in other people's eyes. Well, I hope that some of these terms or all of them make sense. Undoubtedly, you've come across them. And now you know what feeling goes along with those words and that you are not crazy. You are not crazy. Thanks again for being a regular listener to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast and this series on narcissism. This series is going to continue next time with the experience of a young woman who, like me, was married to a narcissist. We'll get to listen into her experience. Shout out to my listeners in the United States and a special shout out to my listeners in Germany, Romania, Croatia, Australia, the UK, Italy, and Canada. And I did not forget my android iphone mac and windows listeners and thanks to spotify i found out that most of my listeners are in the podcast addict category but someone's listening through web browsers also they're listening on platforms like apple and google and when you get a chance mosey on over to the jeffora fox show and the Messy Can't Stop Her podcast because they were so gracious and generous to invite me as a guest. So you'll get to see what we talked about on their shows. Remember, I want to hear from you. There's questions that are asked at the end of this podcast, and I want to interact with you. So go ahead and answer those questions. Leave your comments at yvonne, the author at gmail.com and share about this podcast so you can let others know what's happening in the world of healthy, wealthy, and wise relationship podcasts. Reach out and tell me where you're listening from too. And until we meet again, I want you to always remember that you are dynamic. Why? Because despite everything you've been through, you're still here.